Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Are you struggling financially in PT school? Are you a PT student struggling to find scholarships? Not enough scholarships offered at your school. We have started the Gratitude Scholarship for PT students, no matter what year, no matter what school you guys can apply. We are raising $5,000. You can check out our GoFundMe link in the description and you can donate, apply, whatever, check it out. We are so excited to be giving this away in the summer of 2019 for our very first time. If you're enrolled in the summer of 2019, interested in applying for the scholarship, you can submit a video no longer than two minutes answering these two questions. What is your vision of physical therapy in the future? And what are you doing outside of the classroom as a PT student? If you answer these two questions and email us the video and submit it before May 1st, then you will be eligible for the scholarship. So check it out, guys. Definitely worth applying. It doesn't take long. We look forward to hearing all your submissions. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude. So for today's episode, we have a very special guest, Sarah, and she is a first-year student at Rosalind Franklin. So thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, for sure. So what do you have going on right now as a student? So like you said, right now I'm a first year student at Rosalind Franklin University. Right now on winter break, so enjoying that time off with friends and family and kind of taking a break from academics. Um, but going back to school in a couple of days to help out with the interview day and get back to the grind of things with school. And we're going to start learning about the, the whole lower extremity. So everything from treatment, evaluation, the kinesiology of it all. So really looking forward to that, definitely. Yeah, so what classes are you taking right now, Sarah? So right now, um, we're, we have clinical skills classes. So the first half of this quarter, uh, we were in clinical skills two. We took clinical skills one in the fall. So this second half, which will be lower extremity, uh, spine, um, it's, that's clinical skills three. So that's like our hands-on class where we learn how to do stuff with evaluations, treatment, um, interventions, and all that. Uh, we're also in the kinesiology motor control class. So just learning about, you know, how the different joints move, like the convex on concave, I'm sure you guys all know about with all those different and fun rules. I'm trying to think of the other classes we're in, honestly. Oh yeah, I'm also in an orthopedic clinical medicine class. So that's where we learn about like different orthopedic disorders. Not much hands-on there, just basically learning more about the disorders themselves. But as of right now, that's pretty much it for this quarter. So just those three classes. But it was kind of split up like before break and then after break. But next quarter in the spring, we'll start getting in more into like neuro and stuff like that. So looking forward to that too. So for, you mean like this spring or you mean like spring of 2020? So 2019, yeah, this spring. Okay, okay. Yeah, we have a year, a whole year of classes before 
we go on our first clinical. So my first clinical will be this June for summer quarter. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned a lot since starting. It's just pretty cool to just learn more about what you want to be doing the rest of your life and learn like those, those moments where you have, when the light bulb goes on, you know, you're like, Oh, that's why I did that as a tech or, Oh, that's why I did that exercise like to help with this for this patient or whatever. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so cool because you do start put, start to put that together more and more like into the summer. Like you said, you start clinic in the summer. I think that's how a lot of programs are. I know Gabby, you kind of start early. Well, you're still doing it after two semesters, but you just started in the summer. So it's different. Yeah, exactly. But once you understand those concepts and then actually go to the clinic, then it all clicks and you're like, oh, that's why, you know, I learned this and applying it, the application process, I think is so great. And then once you get it, you're like, now I understand how everything works. (laughs) Well, like I was telling you guys before we went live here, I, I had the opportunity too to go back to my clinic that I was a tech at and just shadow one of two of our therapists for like five or six hours. And I got to see patients that had like rotator cuff tears. One patient had a shoulder replacement. Uh, I think I saw five or six patients and just being able to apply what I've learned to this point with upper extremity and um, you know, when you use what type of mobilizations and just seeing them do the treatment and everything just started to click. So it's really cool it's kind of like a reminder, you know, of why you're, why you got into this profession. Like you can get so sucked into school and practicing on your classmates, which is great. But at the end of the day, your classmates aren't your patients. And it's just like so different when you get out there. So it was a good reminder of why I'm doing this and kind of just keep setting me on pace to reach my goal of graduating in a couple of years. So. Yeah, definitely. So can you tell us a little about your journey to PT school? Because I know you were a student athlete in college. So how did you handle the, I guess, student life balance? Yeah, so I played soccer at Illinois State University all four years. It was probably one of the best experiences of my life. Definitely a challenge being a student athlete because obviously you have to do well in school and you want to do your best like to contribute to your team and and perform on the field as well. So I played all 4 years. I ended up choosing to become an exercise science major because at the time I thought that was like the best avenue to get into PT school, but I had been to it before for my back. I had like a pars fracture um from playing soccer and basketball at the same time. But I never really I never really was convinced that was like my reason why I wanted to do PT. I ended up being really lucky because I had sat down with my advisor at ISU and they just still scheduled my four years around like taking the main prereq courses. So they really set me up for success as I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I was kind of bouncing between nursing, occupational therapy. Um, Didn't really know if I had what it took to be a physical therapist, honestly, just because I knew how competitive it was. Um, But I also think just like being a student athlete and being forced to manage your time, being forced to communicate with your professors when we go on away trips. Like our season was in the fall. So basically from preseason, which is the beginning of August, all the way to potentially Thanksgiving break if you play in the NCAA tournament. Like every weekend, unless you're home, like you're you're missing Thursday, Fridays of class because you have to travel. So I definitely had to manage my time a lot. Uh, I had to make some sacrifices. I mean, like any other student athlete, you can't 
I mean, you can have a social life, but you can't be going out like every weekend, like some other college students normally do. I still, you know, I still had friends, still went out with friends and stuff, but I think that was one of the challenges, just trying to manage and balance having friends, being great in the classroom, doing well in classes and stuff like that, but also performing well in soccer, which the sport, which is a sport I love. And I still love that game. So it was definitely challenging to do, but I think because I had so much experience with it for four years, now that I'm in PT school, it's helped me so much. I mean, I can't imagine playing soccer right now as a PT student, because right now as a PT student, I feel like I'm already, I already have two jobs, just, just like being a student. So definitely that prepared me for what I'm doing now with grad school as a student. Yeah, especially with time management. I think that's really the biggest adjustment for most people, especially if they're not a student athlete in undergrad. Like that changes everything, especially like you said, the communication with your professors and just like planning ahead and figuring things out. And that I'm sure that has helped immensely for that transition into PT school. No, yeah, it definitely has. Like I was very grateful for the experience I had and all of our advisors at ISU and our academic support staff that we had, they they really made sure that you were succeeding, like in both the classroom and on the field. So I had a ton of support there too. So, I mean, it's just, it's four years of preparing for grad school now. And people ask me like, oh, is it overwhelming? And I mean, PT school is hard. Like it's definitely harder than undergrad, but I feel like I was prepared in a sense where I can handle this workload of having exams, like at least one or two every week. Like that's just the norm now where it wasn't really the norm in undergrad, but yeah, I owe that all to my experiences playing soccer in college and being prepared that way. And you said you're not playing soccer right now, like during PT school, not even intramurals or anything. So I'm playing a pickup here and there. Like we have a group at school that gets together every so often. We had a league this fall. Not It's not really a league. It's intramurals, but you play a game like every week and, and stuff like that. So our team actually went to the championship, but we had to like reschedule the game. We haven't played the championship game yet. So looking forward to that whenever it gets played, hopefully this springtime sometime. Yeah, that's how my class is too. We have a first year team and we are actually pretty good. We made it to the championship as well, but lost in the championship game. I couldn't play. There was two of us who got injured and we were designated like coach and slash motivation <laughs> for everybody. It's really fun, especially when you're with your classmates and kind of see where everybody was at, um, whether that be if they were, they played collegiate soccer or club soccer. So that was really fun to do. <laughs> yeah, it's so, I mean, I... I just hate running on treadmills, but like I'll go play a game of soccer and run for like miles. So it's just so nice to be able to go out and de-stress and play a pickup game with other people. And the people I play with, they're not all necessarily PT. Like there's people from like PAs to uh, um, the pathology assistants, like all different professions at our school. Um, they all play pickup. So it's really cool. We have like a group going and stuff. Definitely a stress reliever and I think I've scored more goals in intramurals than I ever have before, too. So that's like, I don't play defender. I just go play forward now. So <laughs> that's always the best. What was your position in college or your main position? I played um, outside defender on the right side. Yeah, Abby and Sarah are ready to go talk soccer now. 
I miss it. I literally like, you don't know what, it, what you got until it's gone. It's, it's a whole nother thing playing in college, like at any level that you play at. It's just awesome. For sure. Oh my gosh. That's so great. You do a lot of stuff with um, pre-PT grind. Are you still like, what are you doing with them right now, Sarah? So I'm, I'm a social media intern with them for almost a year now. I think coming up on my year, year anniversary in a couple of weeks. So now what um, I've recently been appointed by Joseph to be the a social media intern coordinator. So I basically am working, we have like a team of eight people, eight or nine people, which everything you see for PPT Grind, whether that's podcasts, posts, blog posts, YouTube video, our whole YouTube channel, it's basically run by all of us, like our whole intern team. So just helping them out with, the, with those posts, I'm mostly in charge of the blog and also the weekly newsletter that goes out via email every Sunday. Those are my main jobs, but I'm also in charge of just meeting with our intern team every so often, kind of being the middleman between Joseph and Casey and the rest of the team. Um, just making sure we're working on things, cleaning up some things uh, all around all the platforms, but mostly just being there too for everyone if they need help. I've really enjoyed it because I think our team works really well together. We really support each other. Like if someone's got a test coming up, we support each other. I'm like, hey, can you post this for me? Here's the picture post this on Wednesday at 10 or something. So it's been really fun. I've learned a lot doing it and I've especially been able to practice like what I've learned with God and SSPT, all those skills there. Cause eventually down the road, I want to be able to, to use things I'm learning with free PT grind and eventually work with other clinics, like in the area, private practice clinics and try to help them get patients through social media. So that's something down the line. We'll see where that takes me. And that's so great that you've developed these skills already as a student physical therapist, because like you said, down the line, you never know with your clinical rotations or with some of your clinical rotations, they may need someone to, to do some of these skills that you've learned. And then you can be like, I already know this, so I can help you out, which is amazing. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And not many people have those skills, especially when it comes to marketing and social media, which is so important. I mean, not a lot of people think of that as students, but if you have an opportunity to do that, then you kind of have a one-up on everybody else, which is awesome. Yeah, definitely. And it's just another way to, I mean, if you're looking to make extra money as well, like it's not always all about the money, but definitely helps, especially when you're in school, just getting a little extra, spending money for groceries, but more so, more so this is the experience, like you were saying, I mean, you, you're going to be ahead of everyone else that hasn't been doing that. So it just makes you more marketable. Yeah, absolutely. And for those people who don't know what pre-PT grind is, how would you just kind of give a brief explanation for them? Yeah. So pre-PT grind is a social media platform that helps students who are applying to physical therapy school get into PT school without wasting time or money. The co-founders are um, Joseph Googie and Casey Coleman. They have a, a pre-doctor of physical therapy students page. I think there's over 3,600 people in there where it's just people trying to help others get into school. I mean, people post questions all the time. Joseph and Casey put out amazing content. I mean, a ton of free content, the YouTube channel, all over their Facebook page. Just trying to help you or whoever's applying get into PT school is, I mean, on their first try, preferably. So I found them last year in the summer and 
just kind of fell in love with like their message. And I was applying to PT school at the time and was all in with everything they were doing. I was listening to their podcasts religiously. I was watching their YouTube videos. I was listening in on their live Facebook chats and stuff. And I just reached out to them and I joined their, um, at the time it was called the Pre-PT Success Program. Now it's called the Accepted System and was the beta group for that and ended up getting into PT school and formed all these relationships with, at the time, all these different pre-PTs. And now we're all like in school or starting school soon. So it's just, it's an awesome platform. And I never thought that I would meet all these people through it. And it was really cool to see everyone this past May too at Smart Success PT Live. That was a ton of fun. Definitely. And I can 100% agree with that because I found out about Pre-PT Grind in, I want to say July or August. So I was still applying to school and it, it really helped me. Like I was listening to the podcast. I was watching Greg's videos as well as Casey and Joseph's because I mean, it really helps as a pre-PT and just to have that network and the community because so many other people were going through, you know, some of the same things. And I definitely agree that it's a platform that every pre-PT needs to be in, especially if you want to have all the tools you need to apply once, then it's really great. And they have everything. I mean, so many people have gone through different journeys. It's so great. Yeah, I wish I had that. I wish I had found the platform. Or I think they started it last May, or not this past May, but the May before. But I wish I had found it then or even earlier because I feel like it would have helped me so much when I was applying, even like a year and a half in advance. Um, so everyone that's like in it now that's applying next cycle or whatever in, in the future is like, I feel like they have such an advantage and um, I'm just really happy for all those people because there are so many people are going to start getting in now. Um, so that's just exciting. Yeah. And like Gabby was saying, like everyone's on a different journey and you have a lot of people go in there because they really struggled getting in, like from just going to advisors to talk about it or like not having any guidance at all. And so I think the big appeal to pre-PT grind is like their help for people with a low GPA. Like that is usually the number one reason people don't try for PT school because they think they don't have the GPA for it. Definitely. I would definitely say that's one of the biggest things that when you get questions and stuff, they're like, how do I, can I get in with like a 2.8? Can I get in with 2.9? We just had Ben Kim go on the live stream. He had a 2.4 GPA and got accepted into one of the programs he applied to this cycle. So really happy for him. He's definitely earned it, but it just goes to show like he's one of the, one of the many stories that shows that, yeah, I mean, GPA is important, but it's really not everything like you have to be a well-rounded applicant um but yeah that's definitely one of the, the bigger reasons why people are looking for help can i get in with low gpa so i love pre-pt grind I, I wasn't as involved as you guys in it i know you both like kind of did a lot and are still doing a lot in it but i think that it's super valuable for any pre-pt or even current students just to have that network and to be able to give a helping hand to someone who like is going through something you might have already gone through before. Mm -hmm. I agree, definitely. Yeah, and I realized when I got into PT school with pre-PT grind that helped me so much through the application process, it made me want to give back 
especially when I realized I was accepted. I was like, I want to give back to students. That's my main goal from now until I go to PT school. And I'm, you know, I still try and do it because that's, it's a passion that I found. I just really enjoy helping students like go through the process, especially now that we've all been through it. And we know how, how stressful it could be. And some things, there's like a, I wouldn't say there's a easier way, but sometimes you like stress out on things that are not as stressful as you think. And so just helping those students through and saying like, okay, it's not as bad as you think it is. But yeah, it's definitely a great platform. And if you guys didn't know, we interviewed Casey and Joseph. They are on our podcast. It was from the beginning. So I think it was episode two. Yes. Yes. Definitely listen to that. (laughs) That was a really good one. And so for current student physical therapists, what would be your biggest piece of advice for them? My biggest piece of advice for current PT students? I would say probably just to enjoy the moment. I think I've found, at least me personally, sometimes I'll just have these random moments like in class or at school where I'm like, wow, like we're all in a classroom together learning to be like physical therapists, which is what we've been wanting to do our whole life. And you just kind of think about your journey, how you got there and how everyone has different stories of how they got into that program all the struggles they faced and it just just makes you really humbled and just very thankful for how you got there. So I think like just appreciating the moments, all the struggles that you you have, you know, the challenges of exams like you w- were dying for this challenge and for studying so hard for this exam like a year ago when you were applying and now like you have the opportunity to go out and ace the exam or ace your practical. So I think just kind of stepping back in certain situations and even when it does get stressful, just take a step back and realize that you've earned the right to be at that program. You've earned the right to become a physical therapist. You had a journey where you probably had many challenges and just embrace the moment and enjoy it. Like you're going to struggle in PT school. You're not going to do well in some tests. You're not going to do well in some practicals. You're going to miss some things, but that's just the whole beauty of it. And that's what you signed up for. I think that'd be my biggest advice. I just get these random, random moments when I think about that sometimes in class or I'm just like walking down the hallway. I'm like, wow, like I'm like really here learning about this right now. I know what you mean. I think it's so crazy because you look at everyone kind of like that moment. I know I have this in the mall sometimes. I don't go shopping very much. When I do, I have that moment of like, wow, all these people around me have such different stories and I have no idea what's going on in their life. And we all happen to be here right now. Right. Yeah. You like really don't know. I mean, unless you get to know someone, like even then it's like, it's crazy. All the different journeys people have taken to get to where they are today. I agree. I feel like I've definitely have had those moments so far in school where you just have to take a minute, especially it would happen to me during a PowerPoint, like in the middle of be like, wow, it would be the aha moment I would get when I understood a concept. I was like, I deserve to be here and this is where I was meant to be and I'm smart enough for this because for a while I was like, ah, like, can I really do this? But um, you really have to believe in yourself because you can do it and you know more information than you think you do. So I think you made a good point, Sarah. Like that is so important to just be in the present moment and to appreciate where you are right now. 
I love that advice. I think a lot of people always give advice for like the future, which is great. That's just like a different kind of advice for like what to do in the future to do better. But being present, I think is sometimes overlooked. Yeah. And it's, I know sometimes like when you really think about it, like I think I mentioned this to my classmates, like this winter break is the last time ever, at least at our program where we'll ever have like two weeks off, like just two weeks off because next year at this time we'll be on our second clinical. Mm-hmm. So like, unless we take vacation as a physical therapist, like we're never going to have this time back. So it's kind of just like putting things perspective, like enjoy, enjoy the moment. Like this is the last time we're going to be students going on break for Christmas break, you know, ever. Isn't that so crazy? <laughs> yeah. When I, I was like, I was like, wait, what? That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. I know just the breaks, they feel, they feel long and it's great. I mean, you have a good amount of time to just relax, but at the same time, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I should be do- doing something else with my time. Like I should be studying something, but we really don't have anything to study, which is pretty awesome. But yeah, like you said, it's just going to be, you know, next year going on clinicals and not having the time to, uh, or this, you know, this long of a time to do, to have a break. But yeah. So where can we find you on social media, Sarah? So on Facebook, Sarah Stankowski, uh, for spelling of my last name, you can probably just look at the title of the podcast because no one really knows how to spell it. Um, and then I'm on Twitter too, just my first and last name and Instagram as well. That's really all that I have right now. I do have a blog, but I haven't really updated it much. So I'm one of the things I wanted to work on this year was just kind of documenting my, my journey with PT school. Mm-hmm. Um, but that link to my blog is also in my Twitter bio. So you could always check that out as well. But yeah, and then you can see me around at Pre-PT Grind too. I do posts and stuff there. But feel free to message me if you guys have any questions about anything or just want to talk in general. I've talked about this before, but with my journey of how I kind of got to where I'm at, um, I was men- I mentioned it before, but I went, I went to PT and um, I think I was a freshman in high school when I was in physical therapy for the first time, had a pars fracture in my lower back from playing basketball and soccer. And then thought I was like, Oh, this is cool. Like I was able to get back to playing soccer after physical therapy. I'm like, wow, I could see myself doing that. Kind of like put it on the back burner. And then, you know, once you start applying to colleges, it's like, okay, what's your major? And I'm like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like, I guess physical therapy, like that's the one thing I had an interest in. Yeah. I had mapped out my four years around that. Not really sure if I wanted to do that. And then one thing that really solidified the deal for me, like for physical therapy was when I did my um, cardiac rehab internship, my spring semester of my senior year in college. And it was 14 weeks. um, But I worked in an outpatient and inpatient cardiac rehab setting with exercise physiologists, exercise specialists and cardiac nurses. And I just loved that whole aspect. Like it wasn't necessarily physical therapy, but you're helping these people rehab basically from a traumatic heart surgery or whatever if they had a stint put in or if they had an MI or valve replacement so I think just like seeing the journey of them when they came on week one and then when they were um, discharged or graduated it's it was just such a cool feeling and there was a couple patients where I really felt like I formed that connection with them and it was just really cool seeing them start day one in a horrible mood and then they left really happy and they were so much healthier and recovered from whatever 
procedure they had done. But yeah, that's, that's really my why and how I really was solidified in going to PT. So I took a gap year too, because so my senior year in college, that's when you're like supposed to apply to PT school. So you can go right into it out of um, college. And I like had no observation hours. I was like, I don't want to just apply to apply to a school and get in. Like if I don't really know, like didn't know what my why was. And I wanted to just enjoy my senior year, especially like soccer was in the fall. So I didn't really want to like go on interviews and stuff and worry about applying during my season. So I decided to take the year off and it was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. Aside from like working at my job for the year, I made all those relationships with the PTs I worked with, even the techs I worked with, all the staff there, and then my cardiac rehab internship. So I think everything happens for a reason, but that was just an awesome opportunity for me. And I'm so glad I decided just to take it easy, take a year off, get some, earn some money, get some awesome experience um, before I started school. So I think that's all I wanted to say to add. Yeah, that's so great too, because I don't hear about a lot of students having the opportunity to shadow in a cardiac rehab setting. I think you were, when you told me about that initially, that's the only time that I've heard of someone doing that. And to have that experience, I mean, it's different than like an outpatient clinic or an inpatient. I guess it's kind of like a mix, but you know, a setting like that is just, I think it's really cool that you got to experience that your senior year as an internship and be around those types of patients too. Yeah. And it actually, it kind of sparked my interest just like in cardiovascular pulmonary field in general. Like I know there are therapists out there for that field and we have a therapist on staff that is specialized in that Dr. Fraunfelter. And I just think it's so interesting. And I took like an EKG class in college, like loved that, like reading heart rhythms and stuff. So I would definitely consider it down the road just because I've already had so much exposure with my internship and then taking classes in college too. So I think it's such a unique field or area of physical therapy that no one really talks about, but it's so important, especially for those patients that have had their heart surgeries or whatever. Absolutely. And a lot of people, you know, if they did exercise science in undergrad, they can get their ACSM CEP like to be a clinical exercise physiologist and work in the cardiac rehab setting as an exercise physiologist. And I think a lot of people do that if they take a gap year and that's what they're interested in. I mean, that's what I was trying to do. I passed the ACSM CEP exam two days before they called me for PT school. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's like a great idea. I definitely was thinking if I wasn't going to get in or if I didn't get a job, because I was applying for tech jobs at the mm-hmm. end of my senior year, I was like thinking about doing something like that and then get, having those certifications and potentially going into a cardiac rehab setting for a year or however long it took me to get into school. I think it's a good, good opportunity. I'm biased though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I appreciate you guys having me on though. I was really excited when Gabby had reached out to me because I've been listening to your guys' podcast. I'm like, ooh, I hope they asked me like to go on. <laughs> I would love to go on. I know I was a guest for like PBT Grind um, a couple of months ago, but yeah, this has been fun. Yes, we're so yes. glad you came on. Yes, yeah, this is really fun. Of course. Yeah, we, when I saw, I was like, oh, we have to get Sarah on because especially um, having that student athlete background too. I think that's super important, especially, you know, with people who are listening to this who might be student athletes student athletes and thinking of applying to PT school that it is possible 
and taking a gap year is okay, you know, especially to do that. So we appreciate your insight and advice. So yeah, thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. And of course, we'll see you at CSM. Yes, looking forward to it. <laughs> so if anyone else listening is going to CSM, you better be at our meetup, guys. Thursday. I believe it's January 24th, but I'm not entirely Whatever that Thursday. Is. Yes. Whatever that Thursday is. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's the 24th. Yes. Yep. I don't have a yep, calendar in front of me, but I believe it's the 24th. <laughs> yep. We're all set. So have a very nice rest of the night. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.